Welcome back to That Entrepreneur Show. I'm your host, Vincent A. Lancey. Hey, everybody. I'm Brian Kornfeld, CEO and co-founder of Synapse. I am excited to bring back an entrepreneur who has turned his company into an absolute powerhouse. Each week on this platform, I interview a different entrepreneur from across the globe. I will continue to offer episodes in all industries to provide you with many different perspectives. You never know which motivational journey will inspire you most. Each guest will take you through their story and help you learn from their successes and lessons learned. For Rewind the Clock episodes, I will bring back previous guests as they are continuing to make news headlines and grow their brands. For this week's episode, we have a guest returning from back on Season 1, Episode 30. Today's guest does what he does to help people with potential, which will help many of you listening on just hear his perspective. Brian is the co-founder of Synapse, an organization who will make a profound impact on the Florida ecosystem. It is a nonprofit organization purpose-built to help make Florida the world's next great innovation community. And I can tell you by living in Tampa, we are certainly on our way. The mission is to connect, organize, and celebrate innovations and innovators across the state. Synapse holds a yearly summit that continues to evolve, and the advice from this entrepreneur will be nonstop throughout the episode. Allow me to now introduce Brian Kornfeld. Brian, it's great to see you again, and thank you for rejoining the show. Oh, thank you so much for uh, for having me back. It's great to be back. Um, I, I love doing this. I love trying to find ways to inspire entrepreneurs and uh, to help along the path. Uh, there's always difficult times of the path. This past year um, has been particularly rough on entrepreneurs, um, but also very opportunistic. So uh, thank you so much again for having me. I couldn't agree more. Would you mind now taking the time to please reintroduce yourself to our listeners and previewing your story a bit without giving away too much of your entrepreneurial journey? Yeah, so uh, as I said earlier, my name is Brian Kornfeld. I'm CEO and co-founder of Synapse. Uh, we're a nonprofit organization that helps to connect, organize, and celebrate Florida's innovation community. Um, we're thrilled to bring this all to Florida because we really want to make Florida the world's next great innovation uh, home. And we're starting to see a lot of that happen right now. We're seeing companies moving day in and day out, Miami, Tampa, Jacksonville, Orlando, new investors all, all the time. Um, this uh, all started based on uh, some trials and tribulations from my entrepreneurial journey, as well as many other people through the local community. Um, and, and we're proud to bring this to everybody. So um, I, again, thank you so much for having me. And um, you know that doesn't give away too much of the journey, um, but it, it definitely uh, had a lot of different turns along the way. And um, I'm just proud to be where I am now. It's been great to see you evolve as a resident here in Tampa, see how far you guys have come. And I think with that, it will be a great time to head into the big five. On each episode with a new guest, my guest and I go through the big five, which is the same series of five questions to help you, the listeners, learn what it's really like to be an entrepreneur. And for Rewind the Clock episodes, we will run a big five of its own. You ready to go, Brian? I'm born ready for the big five. Love it. So it's been a while since we last met, and I love seeing your continued success. Let's revisit first the business you brought on here on your first episode, and then we'll talk about some updates. 
Yeah. So, um, you know, the episode, the business that uh, we I brought on in the first season in episode 30 was Synapse. Uh, and in talking about it a little bit earlier, um, we really launched ourselves uh, a couple of short years ago, the 2017, 2018 timeframe based on needs, based on gaps in the market, based on the fact that it was really hard to connect to people, based on the fact that nobody was talking about the great things going on in the state. Uh, we kept hearing all the time about uh, all the problems with Florida and Florida man and the negative parts of the news, but there was a lot of good stuff going on behind the scenes. Um, and then we just really wanted to help make life easier, uh, easier on entrepreneurs, easier, easier on investors, uh, groups like Florida funders, easier on um, educational institutions and people searching for jobs and, and trying to get into this market and anybody really in that innovation space. And so when we took that step back and realized that there's ways for us to really enable this movement and to create this movement, um, it, it really does make a big difference. Um, you know, in the more recent days now, um, after creating it, um, we've, uh, well, I'm sure we're going to get into some of the COVID-19 effects in a little bit, but we've had to make our own pivots uh, and, and make some changes. The big thing to touch on right now um, is our 2021 Synapse Summit. It's right around the corner, March 8th through 11th. You can learn more at synapsesummit.com. It's going to be headlined by Damon John from Shark Tank fame and FUBU. Um, and, and he's a lot more than just an investor. Um, he's a branding genius. He's overcome a lot of issues. His mom was helping to put every dime that they had, including mortgaging their house, uh, into the business uh, to get it started and get it launched. It's a great story. And a couple other really cool names that are about to be released really shortly that, that are going to be some game changers for us um, and starting to bring a different level of attention uh, to the Synapse Summit. Uh, the other thing, too, the summit's really going to be bringing is a, a aspect of networking that is missing in today's day and age. Um, it's We all can't go to the bar and, and meet up anymore. And we can't go to 200-person uh, networking events anymore. So trying to find ways in a digital age to enable it, make it happen seamlessly and in ways that people are um, able to speak with each other freely and meet new people freely. Um, and, and that's something we're happy to be doing for the summit this year. I'm really excited for it. And before we get to the next talking point here, I want to inspire our listeners. Let's talk about attendance year one to what you're expecting this year. So attendance year one, when we go back to 2018 and um, you know, like a true entrepreneur, entrepreneurial group uh, and a great team that, that we had formed in, in those early years from our early days, from volunteers to co-founders, uh, we had no clue what we were doing, like no clue at all. The biggest <laughs> event that I had ever put on was a, a kid's birthday party for 30 people. And all of a sudden this conference fell in our lap and, and it was kind of a, oh crap type moment um, and, and figuring it out. Um, we were hoping a couple hundred, maybe a thousand, maybe 1,500 people would show up over those two days. And almost 3,500 people showed up. Uh, it, it was phenomenal to, to see people saying, oh, there's a gap here. There, there's a real need for this. Um, in 2020, we hosted our last in-person event, uh, February 11th and 12th. So it was right in that about 30 days before the pandemic hit. It was right as the it was starting to come to the U.S. People started to ask a couple of questions but it wasn't really uh, prevalent yet. And we had over 7,000 people, it was about 7,300 over the two days. 
this year we're expecting 8,000 plus. Um, we're also expecting a wider reach and a wider audience uh, because it's going to be done in a virtual sense. We're not asking everyone to come under one roof. Right. We want everybody to be safe first. We don't want to ever be the cause of uh, any health issues for anybody or make anybody uncomfortable. But that creates a lot of positive opportunity. People from across the Florida are from across the state of Florida are participating in new ways. Uh, We have a much greater diversity set, um, both in terms of um, diversity of the people themselves and diversity of outreach across the state of speakers, exhibitors, sponsors. Um, And we're expecting more people to be paying attention from out of the state as well. Uh, It's a free event for general admission. So if you just want to show up and listen to a couple of pieces of content and you either want to celebrate something going on in Florida, discover new innovation in Florida or engage with an innovator across Florida, um, it's free for you to do. And so we're trying to remove the barriers, get people involved, and we're expecting a a really big turnout. I think by you giving the general public the opportunity to attend for no cost, the value will get immediately increased because you're gonna have more positive thinkers in the room, more like-minded individuals surrounding themselves with each other. But I know you are very busy with Synapse. Is there any new endeavors on the rise? Is there anything since our last episode that you want to introduce to our audience or has it been just building Synapse? Um, I've been mostly focused on building Synapse. Uh, I mean, like a lot of people who are in my position, I get asked all the time and come up with new concepts and work on some new things. There's some really cool things that are going on behind the scenes. Um, uh, there's a couple of startups that I'm advising that I'm working with. There's a couple that I'm awesome. keeping uh, my ear close to the ground on. Um, but, you know, help, being a leader in an organization, it really takes a, a level of attention and a level of detail that it, you're spread thin. Um, you're doing a disservice. And I view my job as CEO as being responsible for all the team salaries and responsible for all the team's roles and what they're doing and to be able to enable them to enable the community. So I I really am all in here and uh, focused on on this. Um, I do see some people who are trying to do two, three, four things at once, but Mm -hmm. between Synapse, between my family, which is very important, my wife, my kids, uh, between trying to talk to friends every now and then um, <laughs> and uh, watching, well, now I'm not watching football anymore because season's over, but ha- having some semblance of sanity, maybe some exercise in there, uh, that's enough for me. Um, uh, I don't need to be doing five things at once to keep myself going. I can go 100% on one thing and be perfectly happy. Yeah, I appreciate that perspective. It's always nice when you get two different types of entrepreneurs on the show, you're all in and it's really paid off for you because of how much Synapse has grown. But you may have previewed it a bit by going virtual for the next summit. I'd like to now talk about COVID-19 and how it's affected your entrepreneurial endeavors. Yeah, um, I mean, COVID-19 was a, a punch in the face to a lot of people for many reasons. And my heart goes out to anybody and everybody who's been affected by COVID-19 health-wise, by COVID-19 mental health-wise, right. uh, family members, job-wise, um, or even just trying to get out and, and do some things and have some semblance of a life. Um those are the most important things, uh, far more important than what we're doing. Um, but as I said, like we couldn't, people's jobs are, are reliant on, on us continually going. And if we're able to do what we're doing well, we can also 
help new companies get started, help people get inspired, help people see some gaps. Mm -hmm. So we started to do a number of different things through COVID-19. We really did have an option in the early stages of sit back and do very little and kind of wait, wait it out a little and see what happened or go full steam ahead and try new things and try new pivots and see what works and what stuck. So the first thing that we did, um, we actually were discussing internally launching some roundtables in person when the pandemic hit. And so we started talking about, can we do these virtually and not um, in a way like a typical Zoom, but how, how do we do something that's a little bit more engaging, a little bit more fun? And so we established this concept of Libate and Learn, which is a, a weird take on lunch and learn, um, except we do it at happy hour instead of doing it at um, over to lunchtime. So we encourage people, if it's your thing, you know, it's not required by any means, no peer pressure, uh, bring a beverage. Uh, whatever it is, beer, wine, bourbon. For me, it's usually a different type of bourbon every other Tuesday. And um, get educated, get engaged, ask questions, uh, get a chance to talk to leaders. um, And it really does get to be a lot of fun to do it. And we've now done 26 of these episodes every other Tuesday um, for the last however many months, probably since April we've been going. Um, we've also launched some vir- smaller virtual events. Uh, the first one had about a thousand people at it. Uh, the second one had, I believe, 750, 800. Um, and, and so we've been thinking about this for a, a long time. We launched a website for resources, so for people to help find what they need and share what they have very easily early in the pandemic um, when, when times were tough and people were looking for jobs. Um, and, and now we're continually looking at ways that we can build and grow this ecosystem. So how are we meeting people where they are? Like I said, the networking side of it, mm-hmm. it's a very big gap right now. Um, people are missing out on being able to network. And so for the summit, we contracted with a software that does artificial intelligence network, uh, enabled networking, some empowered networking really helps people, um, it tells you who you should meet and helps you set up meeting times with them. So it kind of replaces that bumping into somebody at a water cooler mentality or the warm introduction mentality. You just have somebody um, computer doing it for you and utilizing that big data. Um, And it's all there. It's a great enabler. It's a great way to do it. And we're really looking forward to having it. So while COVID-19 did take a hit, it did take a hit on us a little bit financially because it was going to, we've been able to, to navigate these waters um, and these treacherous waters that we're not out of yet, that no company is out of yet yeah. and really push ourselves forward and start thinking about what is these next, uh, this next 12, 18, 24 months look like as people get vaccinated and we look to get back into uh, the world that we used to live in. Very well said. Now, before we get going here, I want to give you the opportunity to share, how can people find these Tuesday meetups? We'll share the rest of your information at the end, but while we're talking about it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if you go to synapsefl.com, look for under the resources section for the Libate and Learn page. Um, you can learn all the information, join our newsletter, follow us on social media. We post about them all the time. Um, and then, of course, to learn about the summit and what we're doing with that AI-powered networking, that's on synapsesummit.com. Thank you for sharing that, Brian. Now I'm interested in this question because I know how much you put into your businesses, how much you value learning. What was the best piece of advice you were ever given and who was it from? Oh, man. I I mean, I've been given so much advice and I learn 
so much from so many innovators and so many people um, with some great quotes. Uh, quotes are a big thing of mine. And, you know, there's a number of them that I could go to all the time and just rattle them off the top of my head. Um, but one that's really been resonating with me recently is, um, and I'm going to blank on, I think it might have been Truman who said this, um, where he said, it's amazing what you can accomplish when you don't care who gets the credit. And, and I see it all the time that people, they're caring more about the credit versus the accomplishment and working as a team and, and building others up. And so, especially as entrepreneurs, being an entrepreneur, being a founder, being a CEO, a lot of people look at like a Mark Zuckerberg of the world, um, uh, the big name CEOs, Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, all these people who are in the news all the time and getting all this credit. Um, but there's so many CEOs, there's so many entrepreneurs whose names never get in the newspaper, but their name does go on these big fat checks that people are writing them to and going into their bank accounts. Um, and so think about it in that way. Don't worry about what the credit is. Don't worry. Who cares? Think about the accomplishment. Think about the problem you're trying to solve. Think about how do you get from point A to point B in the most efficient way possible? And how do you make sure to build up the community around you? Because people always will remember how you make them feel. I love that answer. You don't often get that perspective on here. And something I can resonate with that conversation is I am actively involved with many fellow entrepreneurs where we bounce ideas off of each other and we don't do it for any recognition. We do it to help each other, see each other grow, see each other hit their goals. I know you could probably say the same thing. You get pride out of seeing your friends hit their goals. Yeah. And, and I mean, that's all I'm just built that way. Uh, I, I'm the type of person that if you say, I bet you can't do this, I'm going to say, watch me. Um, there's always different ways to get from uh, to, to get those great accomplishments in, uh, but it's not necessarily just about who does the accomplishment. It's more about getting the accomplishment and doing it together at the end of the day. Love the mentality. If you could recommend one book to our community of entrepreneurs, which book would it be? Who is the author? And briefly describe that book for us. I, I could go in a number of different paths here. I always love the Lean Startup. Um, there's a book that I really like that I read in business school called High Commitment, High Performance by a high Harvard business professor. Um, and that one talks about how you don't have to be a, a jerk of a boss while having a high performance or you don't have to be the really nice person and uh, have performance suffer because of it. There's ways to build up your team. But one that you, I finally read recently that I've been utilizing a lot and it just lays things out so simply is start with why. Uh, by Simon Sinek. And it's just, it's just so simple to follow. It's a mentality. It's a marketing piece. It, it's why, how, what, or um, why, what, how, why do you do what you do? What are you doing? And then how do you do it? And, and it's a really simple way to follow and to speak about what you're doing. And especially if what you're doing is very complex because what resonates with people at the end of the day is why, and that helps build into your mission and then, or your vision. And then the, what you do really helps build that mission. And then the, how is what you're actually delivering. And, and so it's helped us as a team talk about what we do because the why of what we do at Synapse is to make Florida the world's next great innovation community. The, what we do is we connect, organize and celebrate um, and enable 
And then the how comes back to our online platform, the Synapse Challenges, Synapse Connect, um, Synapse Resources, Libate and Learn, and then of course the Synapse Summit. And so it really helps us to, with that communication. And I think that's always really missing from a lot of people who are starting a new project because you are so heads down and you are so focused and you have these blinders on of what you're doing that you think everybody should be able to read through your mind and understand and get from one point to the other of what you're trying to explain because you're used to doing it day in and day out, but really you're talking in a language that other people don't necessarily understand. And it took me a while for that to click with me that um, we were doing that or that I had been doing that a lot with Synapse. And this has helped to make it simpler. It's helped to make it easier and helped to really uh, pull the movement in with us. Well, I think I just found my next book. Normally we'd get into the spotlight story, Brian, but instead on Rewind the Clock episodes, I want to give my guests the opportunity to shout out and bring light to another entrepreneur's endeavors. Who would you like to show some love to? Oh, um, you know, there's one startup uh, right now that it is really doing well um, and has some great growth. And that's a, a startup called Griffin um, and, and the CEO, Aaron Frog. Um, they are a startup that helps you invest in stock based on places that you shop. And investing has been mass massive in the news recently with everything that happened with GameStop and Robinhood. Um, and Robinhood talks about uh, being more democratic in the investment world. But this is actually uh, helping put the power really into the investors' hands. And it's uh, been on a meteoric growth rate recently. It's something that I have really loved watching for the last few years. I watched them at, when they were in Gainesville. Um, and then in their move to Tampa, um, and now how they're starting to build up their investment, they're starting to really grow and go forward. And it's been really good to watch this because they're capitalizing on a situation. Um, it, it's one of those where they probably didn't have on a SWOT analysis somewhere an opportunity of Robin Hood going up in flames in the media. Uh, nothing against Robin Hood and what they do, um, but you know they the media, um, they've been having some issues and based on what's happened. And so looking at it in that way and being able to um, socialize themselves and what they do very well, I'll be really interested to see what happens in probably the next quarter to six months with this organization to see if they can continue on this trajectory. Um, and I'm really hopeful that they can. It's very interesting to see what happened with Robinhood. That definitely took the world by storm in the investing world. But that is a very unique idea. And it kind of reminds me of when you're online and all these ads pop up and you, it's all segmented to what you want to shop for now. I guess now they finally found something for investing. But Brian, I want to thank you so much for coming back on the show today. I know our listeners are going to see all the value in your episode. I loved how you came back on and you really promoted positivity throughout the pandemic. You pivoted. You talked about how things had to change and you saw it. I loved your book for The Last Answer with Simon Sinek because... It certainly gives a new opportunity to look at things. And it is now time for the last word. And I also do this in my other podcast series because I want the listeners to really get to know all the guests I bring on. Is there something that you would like to share with everyone that we did not get to touch on yet today? Uh, I just would like to encourage everybody, anybody and everybody, please, two things as it relates to the Synapse Summit. One, sign up and two, show up. Um, I, I know tickets are free, so it's easy to, to get a ticket and say, all right, I got a ticket, don't need to do it. But I promise you, 
you will either celebrate an innovation from Florida, you'll discover a new innovation, or you'll engage with something or somebody new. And that is something that is really hard to do right now. And we're really looking forward to bringing that to you. And it really does get that much better. The more people who are involved, the more people who are engaged. So please check it out at synapsesummit.com. Please continue to join us so we can uh, continue to bring all of these great things to you and uh, provide some feedback along the way so we can help to uh, continually make things better and work to deliver to you and help to really bring this community of Florida and this growing, this great growing innovation community of Florida that much uh, closer together. I'm certainly excited to grow at this event. Would you mind now please taking the time to sharing your professional social media, the website for the summit? Yeah, you, you can follow us on any social media platform, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn at SynapseFL or Synapse Florida. Um, our website is SynapseFL.com and then the summit's website is SynapseSummit.com. Um, so please check it out. Um, and particularly, especially based on timing, SynapseSummit.com. Be sure to check out all of his great content, and it is also social media time for the show, and we're on whichever platform you like to use. We're at That Entrepreneur Show on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook, and on Twitter, we're at Podcast by Lancey, so you have updates from this show and a mental health break. Of course, my handles are at Vincent A. Lancey for all social media and YouTube and my website is vincentalancy.com. If you check out my books, DM me. I would love to hear from you. We have Mr. Lancy Talks Mental Health, Left for Dead, A Story of Redemption, and How to Transform Your Mindset When the Norm Has Changed, all are on my website now. And as always, I will share a quote that inspired me, and know it will for you too. This one is from Teddy Roosevelt. He said, do what you can, where you are, with what you have. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you all on the next episode of That Entrepreneur Show.